in partnership with Inside the Rink. Inside the Rink is your one-stop shop for all NHL news, insight, and analysis. You can follow them on Twitter at inside underscore the underscore rink. I'll be your host, Clifton Ramey, and I'm with my co-host, Chase Buffia. How have you been doing, my man? Happy Thanksgiving for all the people and the folks. How was yours, Chase? Happy Thanksgiving to everyone. Dude, it was uh, it was simple. It was fun. Um, didn't end up doing it Thursday. Jimbo worked, so... Uh, we had our Thanksgiving dinner uh, Friday. Gretch cooked it up. Classic. Had like what 30 casseroles the day before. She's whipping up. Um, so the food was incredible. The family time was great. And then had a had a Thanksgiving tournament the next day. Uh, that went okay. Lost in the semis. So yeah, had a good hockey weekend. Excited to be back, dude. Got a big guest. Huge guest. Huge, huge guest, guest with a nice uh, surprise guest who pops in. He let some stories fly quick. There's a lot to check out. Great interview. Peter LaViolette, my good buddy. Uh he he uh he got he he got a little loose with us. He he gave us some personality and oh, some yeah. insights. He, he so, let us have it for sure. Man, we had we had a lot of fun, and uh I think you guys are gonna absolutely love it. So we'll go ahead and jump into the NHL news and Blackhawks news. Always begin first. The Hawks are doing the tank job correctly. They are six and eleven and four after starting four and two, and they haven't really been close at all. I mean, they've just been struggling, and it's it's been kind of what you expected. Yeah, I mean, year. again, I don't watch them right now. Really, it just doesn't. There's, there's better teams to watch, I think. But, like, do they at least look okay doing it? Um, are you just going to give me a complete fan answer? No, I mean, there's some bright spots when you're watching, like, systematically in the coaching and the way they work. But, I mean, ultimately, it just kind of comes in. Breakdowns are there. Goaltending's kind of come back down to earth. I mean, Soder Bloom's been really, really good. Uh, still got, like, a 9-10 save percentage, something like that. I mean, it's really not what you're looking for out of him. When you're watching him, it's just kind of, like, about his game. He reminds me of Corey Crawford a lot. It could just be they're the same size and he's wearing black pads, but I don't think that's it. Like he's just really calm, really like dirty in the net. I think when his defensemen see him in front, it allows them to be more calm. Like he's not flying around the crease. Like he's just very positionally sound. Uh, I think the Blackhawks really have something good in him. They really need to get him back down to the AHL, though. There's no reason to keep him up in that AHL, even though he's playing NHL caliber hockey. There's just no reason at all for him to be up here. So we need to get him down. As in let him go dominate. Yeah, just let let him go down there. Let Rockford dominate, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, that takes health. You need to be a factor. I mean, Mrazic's back, but... Yeah, I mean, really, we're just waiting on Stalock to be healthy. I mean, I believe Stalock's been on the ice a little bit here and there, but, I mean, that's it. So, once he's kind of back, I think Soda Bloom will go right back down to the Rockford Ice Hogs, and we'll see that. How's how's your boys doing? How's the studs doing? Are they still rolling or what? 
Kaner's production's down a little bit. I mean, a lot of people don't want to panic because he's at 16 points. I think in like what, like games. a couple games. Um, no, I mean, I just I think it's something that's just a factor of like you look and he's playing with Max Domi and Andreas Anfasio, and they're both good players. And like if you look at them from a stats like a advanced stats statistic, they're good five on five players. But Double A really struggles to finish a lot. Like Kane will give him a lot of good looks and he doesn't finish and. Same thing with Domi, and I think it's just kind of a factor. There's no Alex to bring it. Patrick Kane's still feeding these players, these one-timers, and they're just not going in the net because the guy's just not up to the same bar. I don't happens. think Patrick Kane's lost anything. I just don't think that, that he's playing next to players that produced offensively. I mean, like I said, Double A just – He's been really good for the Hawks, and he's a really good player, but he just lacks a little bit of finish that he needs. To, and same thing with Max Domi. It's just they don't have that extra step to really help, and he's more of a playmaker. And when you only have three goals as Kane, it doesn't help, and it doesn't help that, like, Andreas Anthony C is not a playmaker at all, and Max Domi isn't terrible, but he's not the best playmaker. What do you call his CEO? Is he a power forward? I, if you had to label him a power forward, but like speed demon, like that's just his label. Like yeah, that's he's all he's got. He's just got wheels. He's got really, really nice mitts, but like his finish just isn't there. Yeah, we've talked. Yeah, yeah, it's the same story. Uh, Seth Jones is back, right? Uh, did were you? Was it you telling me about their five forward power play? They just threw the studs out. Yeah, they had a five power play, and Kaner kind of floated around the top, but not all the time. They rotated really, really well. I thought the power play actually looked better. I would actually rather see Seth Jones slide onto the second power play unit and keep the five forwards out. I really liked it. I mean, I'm a huge Are they fan. producing? Uh, I don't know if the stats are there. They only ran it for like three, four games. I don't think it was like huge like numbers, but the eye test looked good. You know, watching it, it looked a little more. And Seth Jones is back in that slot now. And his thumb still hurts, so why not let it get healthy? I mean, I don't hate Seth Jones there. Seth Jones is an absolute stud, in my opinion. He's really good on the power play. I just think that they rotated better when it was the five forwards because no one felt stuck up high. Yeah, but he's probably – well, even when he's – I mean, it's not – it doesn't look like he's stuck up high, but – uh, maybe he's ready for those touches and he's got to get those touches back to get the hands and the touch and the, and the looks and the speed back, uh, as in just being in game form. Yeah. Right? I don't being hate out it. That uh, long takes game shape away from you in one way or another. So I just, I just think that if you're looking to be more productive, it could be that way, but maybe the Blackhawks aren't necessarily looking to be more productive and maybe just looking to grow for the future. But he is a big piece in their future. Yes or no. Um, Seth Jones, yeah, I mean, he's like okay. So then you leave there. Nobody else is taking that spot. But to talk about the Joneses, I want to go into Caleb Jones. I just don't get what the Blackhawks are doing, Chase. Like, why play a guy that's clearly a seven? He struggles mightily at times, and then he'll have some really good flashes. Why continuously play this guy in this when you can just make him your seven? Take. One rookie for like two weeks at a time, whether it's Ian Mitchell, Vlasic, Regula, Phillips, Galvis, you can rotate them in. You could do longer stints, get them four or five games where they know they're going to be in the they lineup. They clearly think that he is capable of being a five six. I, I don't think that's it at all. They think he can no be way. a solid five six and they're putting time into him. No, there's no way. The only thing that somewhat makes sense is he's somewhat offensive and he's willing to shoot the puck and they need a second. Well that's what's second. winning right now. So if he can get better at that and Regula, not Mitchell, be... Phillips, Galvis will all shoot the puck. Alex Vlasic, if you tell him to shoot the puck, might be willing to shoot the puck. Like, I would rather see those guys get a little bit of NHL taste. Vlasic related to the NHL guy? Yeah, yeah, it's his cousin. Wow. 
Yeah, yeah I was so you know he's to a stud. Big, massive guy was um, taken in the second round. I the, the, the other guy, majority yeah. of the year in the NHL last year, the back half when he came. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, I mean, I don't have the answers. Obviously, they see something. So I, I don't know. I just think that you could take that. You could be a little bit more productive with the ice time, get a little bit of experience. I don't want anyone to stay up here out of those, but I think that if you rotated those guys in for five games at a time, give them real stint, tell them they're going to be in the lineup if they make mistakes. Like the Blackhawks are not making the playoffs. That's clear. We're about to jump in the tank. That's what they're doing with the kid that's there, though. That's what they're doing with Caleb Jones. Caleb Jones is not a prospect. He's not. It's done. You know what he is. Like he's old enough. Like you, at, at some point, you know what you're. How old is he? He's like 28, 26 to twenty-eight. I don't know. Yeah, you're gonna need him till he's thirty-two. No, we don't. He's off one-year deal. I guarantee. And then if he works to what you think you he's no. gonna be, then you get a good trade. I guarantee you're ready he's to get a good not prospect. In Chicago next year. A team that's winning will not be a Blackhawk next year. You know, you don't trade. No one's trading. You're not getting. Yeah, a that's why they're showing him off. You're not even getting a fifth round pick for Caleb. That's Jones. exactly you're why not. they're showing him off because they're trying to build his. I don't think we're, you're. You're not getting anything for him. You're not. You're not. Well, yeah, that's good. possible. Too. Like you're not. Like you're not showcasing anything. You're getting zero for Caleb Jones. Like everyone knows who Caleb Jones is. He's not being good. Like I like Caleb Jones. Like, but like he's just a seventh defenseman. You know what he is. He's a perfect seventh guy that can go into the lineup when an injury comes in. He can play an offensive role. He can play a defensive role. But he's a seventh. He's not an AHL guy. He's an NHL player. Yeah. But he's just yeah, a that's seventh. fair. That's fair. Um. But we'll go ahead and jump into the tank standings. The Anaheim Ducks come in dead last in the NHL with 13 points. The Chicago Blackhawks come in with 16 points. Columbus Blue Jackets with 16. Ottawa with 17. Arizona with 17 are your bottom five teams. The Blackhawks tank is going well. They're doing exactly what Kyle Davidson wants. The odds of Connor Bedard are looking better and better by the day. And that's really all there is for the Blackhawks talk. It's just hopefully you see improvement from coaching players grow. But as long as they're right around 32, 31, you're looking pretty good at getting one of those top three guys and maybe even a fourth guy, depending on how he keeps developing over in Sweden. But we will jump right into the standings. Chase, you were telling me about the Devils fans throwing some trash on ice? Yeah, dude. Like, I, of course, I doubled down and I'm right. They got three goals disallowed. Now that's that's hard to swallow. Any bars? Oh, whoa, double down and you're right. The Devils are the best team in the league. No, no, no. no. I'm double down as in their fans are losers. Whoa, I love you, Devils fans. Don't no, listen to this no, clown no. next to me. They threw beers and and bought and and uh, what those big ass cans cans with with full of liquid. At players, the Leafs had to get off of the ice. They had to go to the locker room, and the the players and and Ruff are Ruff's head coach, right? They're Lindy. They they uh they're waving down the fans, telling them to stop sucking and stop being embarrassing. And uh, yeah, three goals disallowed is tough. I hate that you threw trash on the ice. If if I was Chase and at the beginning of the year I said Jack Hughes won't come anywhere near 100 points and the Devils aren't going to be anywhere near the playoffs, I'd be trying to throw straight at those fans too. Yeah, how about Jack But Hughes? he's wrong. He's the Jack one Hughes? eating it. Jack Hughes is a stud, but we talk about him every week. No, I love that. No reason to jump into that. that. Did you see the whole Tampa game the other day, dude? Yeah, yeah. So uh, this was um, St. Louis. Dude, in the first segment, they were so fun to watch. And for those of you out there, follow Sean Avery on Instagram. His stories, he breaks down NHL teams. 
and like good subtle plays. And he also gives people a good reason into being a good person, et cetera. And his little guy's good at golf. Um, but he he went over uh, one of the lightning games. We'll get to that. First seven minutes and why these guys are so fun to watch. First seven minutes, Perry got in a fight at center ice. I think there was three goals scored. And then Portuzo's driving the net like any hockey player should. And he's trying to go to the far post as any hockey player should. And I think it was uh, Sergachev pushed him into the goalie and he, he, he got a good contact on Bassey and Cal foot and like four other guys dropped their shed, their gloves, attacked him complete melee in the corner. It was awesome. And then you have like, I think the game before that or, or the week before that Maroon and another guy got fined for fighting during a TV commercial intermission. Like you gotta love watching those guys. That's it's just fun to watch. And uh, it's it's very entertaining. Speaking of Tampa, did you see Tage Thompson intercept that pass? What was his last night, I believe? Dude. And pulls it in front, soft hands, quick mitts, went backhand, forehand, tucked it in there. Guy's unreal. Incredible and a beast, dude. The guy's 6'6", 220. Try moving that. Try taking the puck from that when a guy actually has hands, too. Uh, yeah, I, I, I was amazed by that play. I think you're going to see a lot more of those plays from that kid. Um, I think he's going to find as much, as much success as that kid, uh, Detroit, the tall kid. I hope both of them really go off and, and create a new kind of fitting uh, role. Takes, Cause it's a massive Thompson guy. Is going to redefine the role of a power forward in the NHL. That's what I would. He's got the skill of a goal scorer and playmaker, but is big enough and strong enough and good enough to play a power forward role. He's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Uh, Sean Avery's Instagram story. He had, I think it was the lightning game and I think it was St. Louis. I could be wrong on that, but this poor kid who, I don't know if it was his first night in the NHL or um, his first stint, but he was definitely new to the NHL. He's almost Nemestikov size. Um, as a player reference and he's got his freaking head in his toenails looking for the puck and it comes up to him and he's still got his head down and I, I think it was Chernak I don't know who it was a big boy on Tampa just absolutely leveled him and it was it was an NHL hit and it was a welcome to the NHL kid kind of hit and um, he had that on there and and he's always just got good stuff so I wanted to talk a little about when that puck is coming through your skates now as a checker and not, uh, and the guy receiving the check. Cause now the onus is 100% on the checker. It used to be, if your head was down, uh, you're able to be hit. Now, if there's a defenseless player or a non-suspecting player, you can't hit them. So a guy who's getting a suicide pass, you can't clown him. You have to have your stick on the ice and like intent on the puck. And uh, I was really happy to see no call on this play. It shows that the NHL is still a big, tough, strong. I mean, you still have to keep your head up in the NHL. This isn't a soft league. It's it's a full contact league for a reason. And there's still big, massive hits thrown around, yeah. even with all the new. I, I agree with the safety part of it and making sure we're protecting these guys because you don't want to see them on the IR. But also, 
I think right now they're doing a good job at leaving some things like that. So I kind of like that. I hope they continue to keep the the physical and, and toughness in the game. Dude, Sharks retros, the seals, the seals jerseys, not mad about them. I like them. Um, I mean, they're nice. I, I I personally don't love them. I think they're mid tier for me. I think you have a higher love for these Buffalo. I think they're I think they're good. I don't think they're the best in the league. I think they're good though. I like them. Uh, Buffalo's red and blacks. Awesome. Yes, Besters and Besters and fantastic. And we're gonna keep it short on the NHL and the Blackhawks talk today. We're gonna let you indulge in this absolutely unbelievable interview with Peter Lavalette the third. Um. But before that, make sure you check out a Washington Capitals game. The best game of the week to me would be the game around the Seattle Kraken at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Thursday, December 1st. Check it out on ESPN Plus by visiting insidetherink.com slash ESPN. Again, that's insidetherink.com slash ESPN. The game of the week will be the Washington Capitals and the Seattle Kraken, 10 p.m., Eastern Standard Time, December 1st, Thursday. And now let's go to this interview. Cliffy, our next guest is an old teammate of mine back in the uh, Florida living Gulf Coast Flames days where I made him a professional hockey player. Um, He loves to fish. He golfs a lot. He's a beauty of a dude. Um, he's one of my good buddies, uh, and he's a professional hockey player. Not a big deal. Uh, he's a big stud. Dad coaches in the NHL. Peter Laviolette, the third, my dude. What the hell is going on? Wow, what an intro, boys. How are we? Chase, Cliffy, how you boys doing? Good, buddy. How's I'm the good. wheel? Are you in the wheel right now? I'm in the wheel currently, and I the wheel's grown on me a lot, man, and must say, at first glimpse, it's kind of like uh, she's pretty ugly at first, you know, like you just <laughs> up the outside and it's like, oof. but, you know, once you start learning about it and, you know, all the amazing things that it has, it's a great spot to live, a great spot to play hockey. So I've really been enjoying it so far. You yeah, know, you do the hunting thing and stuff, right? That's yeah. Up your wheelhouse. Fishing. So I, I actually connected with a few boosters out here. His name's Jerry Fish. I'll give him a shout out. And, uh, He's been oh, taking his actual name's Jerry Fish. His actual name's Jerry Fish. So it's kind of like he's the perfect but, um, guy. Yeah, literally, like if you could picture someone to go hunting with that's a booster in West Virginia, he would be that image in your head. Like if you could just picture it. And um he's great. He's got some land like 30 minutes from the rink. So a couple of the boys have been going to practice and then we'll go hunting uh over in his land and stuff later in the day it's he just lets you clowns go out there yeah yeah he's he's it's been amazing oh what a beauty dude big shout jerry fish big shout out to him that's what we're talking about people that's That's the kind of people we need in the game that's what the people needed to know is jerry fish is for the boys he's making the east coast hockey league and wheeling nailers more equitable 100 percent 100%. 100%. What a guy. What a he guy. Is. He is. All right, so uh, we can get into some of your hockey and get through uh, some of that and then uh, let it let it fly a bit. We're going to peel you back. So, um, Let's do it. And a uh, little teaser, we do have a guest coming on 
Uh, oh wow! Oh, surprise. wow! So, I wonder who it is. I'm excited. I can't yeah. wait. So, so everyone knows Peter played on Team Comcast Tier One, went to prep school, played NCAA D3, and now he's in the East Coast Hockey League, playing for the Wheeling Nailers. Unreal power forward, would you say, Pete? Yeah, definitely Big more man. of a power forward game than a, a skill guy or anything like that. Not much skill over here. So just I've, I've always loved the power forward game. I've always loved players like Tom Wilson and Matthew Kachuk and how they play the game now. Um, I'm trying to think of examples back in the day when I was a kid. What about uh, like even Zach- when we were playing? Hey? Even when we were playing in practice, you, we were we were all just kind of we a little twisted. We went at each other a little bit, oh, right? Nobody else wanted to do it. I'm like, no, I'm I'm taking that guy. Yeah, I big remember monster. Joey, that big fuck. We go after him sometimes too. Yep. Like, the Ellington boys. Yep, yep. A couple Florida homegrown boys there. Yeah, but but uh, so you've had it forever. You love it, right? I've always loved that game, that style, like getting in their nose first. It's always been um, one of my favorite things about hockey, honestly, is the physicality and, uh, you know, the grittiness of the game. And to be able to try and bring that to my game now as a professional has been a little bit challenging to try and find that role and try and, you know, do that part. But at the same time, it's been it's been amazing, too. I love that role. I love playing that, like, gritty power forward you know in your face chirping the other team like that's my favorite that's when i know i'm playing i love and like loving life loving hockey you know like that's when yeah, it's fun yeah that's when hockey's fun exactly so uh, yeah. you brought up florida hockey and i was just wondering because you've kind of transitioned around and we were a little talking a little bit before the show and you were talking about your transition down here and kind of what it did for your game i just kind of wanted you to jump back into that and kind yeah. of just go through that yeah, so I've had a very unique childhood. Um, I've moved 18 to 19 times. I've honestly lost count. I've moved like 19 times based uh, because of my dad's job. And, um, you know, Washington lot- Capitals head coach, uh, subtle. Yeah, not a big deal. Have you heard of them? They kind of stink right now, but have you heard of them? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. look him um, up. Just Google him. Yeah. You're welcome. Where was I going with this? I forget where I was going. You moved. You moved a ton. You, you, a ton. you made me lose my train of thought, guys. Come I on. Know, I'm sorry about Chase that. Chase tends to do that. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, I I moved a lot. I moved like 18 to 19 times, and that was that was really tough growing up. We finally found a really good spot in North Carolina in my youth when I was playing hockey at a younger age. Really good development coaches, really good players around my own age and stuff like that. And it was It was just a good spot for me to be. We ended up moving down to Florida where we played tier two and I was playing tier one there in uh, North Carolina. I go down to Florida and play tier two. And it was definitely, it was a significant difference in like how practices were ran down in Florida versus how they were ran in North Carolina. It was significant on like the talent and level of play. Like obviously you have your beauties out there that are sick, like Chase, because Chase was on my team, not a big deal. And then there's a few other players that were pretty good that probably went on to play college. But other than that, not most of those guys went on to play too much hockey after that. So there's so, a little um, bit of a drop there, you know? So what, what made the uh, hockey in North Carolina just better? Like, what was it just a better player? Like, like were they, teams? were they farther developed then? Like, was it yeah, clear? I, I mean, I, they had the tier started, one. We- I think it started younger with like, you know, they had like they they would pick out. They'd have AAA. Teams Florida, for- Florida wasn't as big in the tier one game then. 
as yeah. as now. You gotta think too. This was like 2005, 2004, 2006. So like, did you have really, kids coming from all over? Yeah, yeah, and we had kids coming from like South Carolina. We had kids coming from other, you know. Yeah, they were like a multi-state alliance before the Florida alliance really got going. Yeah. Now, now there was a lot more. There was a lot more of a like a talent pool to pick from. Basically, is what I would say. Yeah, and yeah. And, and they're still in the same. I think now. I think now, Pete, you might even say I'm just filling him in on the youth hockey in Florida people because obviously I know it. Um, yeah, <laughs> but uh, he it the alliance wasn't as big, and I think now it almost flipped because Carolina's still dragging from um, a couple more states, and Florida's more now. Mm-hmm. They're finally splitting north and south, and they're getting a couple out of state kids, I think, or out of area kids um, yeah. as as any tier one team does um mm-hmm. but yeah i think it might have flipped now but that's interesting i didn't know they oh, wait, were, you're saying it's flipped they, now it's more like florida's taken over as like that powerhouse and now the, like, in the southeast is kind of deflated a little bit in the southeast the carolina girls program is sick uh, really they're, yeah they're they're really good um but that's that's really interesting that back like back then what was that oh four oh five give or take yeah, oh five, oh six, probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that, yeah, I mean that was right before us uh, down in Florida. So, um, yeah, very interesting. The coaches were better. I hear a lot of pros retired yeah, because it's beautiful. I, I now Florida's getting more. The coaching staff there when I was younger. I actually still talk to those guys now. Like they, they're still, they're 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 basically like Freddies. You know, they're like your Freddies there. But they're just, and I don't want to say they're better or worse than Freddie. Freddie's fucking fantastic. Freddie is Freddie is a as a Florida hockey legend. Literally, Florida hockey legend has done it all. Freddie do it more than yeah. fucking what Freddie's done. And then you got his protege and Chase Buffia coming up in the fucking yeah. That's my uh, boss. That's, that's that's the boss. He's, you know? he's the man. I call him Uncle Fred. He's a beaut, man. You go out, he he picks up every bill for all the coaches and the boys because he's a big loyalty guy. Right. And he's like, I love you're that. good to me. That's I'm going to be good to you. And so then people get on his shit list. He's like, pay for your own fucking yeah. tab. <laughs> no, that's so funny. That's so, on the he's not for him, though. He's not a huge fan. No, he'd pick you Cliffy. If you came up there, he, he'd pick up the, he'd pick up. Oh, the now, yeah, absolutely. Back in the day. He anyway. Um, yeah. So, from there, you go to prep. Prep was unreal or what? Prep school, man. If anybody's listening to this and uh, is thinking about going prep school route, 100% do it. I had the best, the the most amazing high school experience in my, like I could have ever asked for. And especially moving around a lot and to find stability there in prep school. That's why we did it. We didn't want to move. I didn't want to move personally in high school and I would have had to, if I didn't do the prep school. Route. Yeah. For someone like you, that, that gives you a little more stability with friends wise. And in those years that it's really important. Yeah. And, and uh, how, what did, what did mom think of that? Cause she's obviously the rock. She, she, she holds it down, man. Chris. Yeah. Right? She's a beauty. My mom, shout out to my mom. She, she has been the most, she's been the biggest grinder in our whole family. And, uh, She's really kept us all together and, you know, made made it work because it's a hard life. Like my dad's gone a lot of the year, especially when we were younger, like having to take us places and make sure all three of us were at our sports or doing like at the right thing at the right time. You know, 
she was and, very on top of that, made it easier for my dad to do his job, you know. And uh, it, it clearly worked. That was her job and she crushed it and it clearly worked. You played D3, Jack O-N-A-C-H-A, D2 with yeah. a couple natties rings, not a big deal. Yeah, and then yeah. you've got your sister crushing softball game at Boston College. Uh, yeah. Elizabeth E, what a beaut. It's an all around successful family. But right they, we're, they, we're they brought them blue collar. Yeah, we're athletic and family. they all know how to work hard, right? Mm-hmm. Dad was dad was came up very blue collar, was Captain yeah, America. He did. Garage doors, he? Dude. he was a garage door hanger. I don't think a lot of people know that about Big Pete. Whoa, guy literally... garage doors playing D three hockey before he was a big and famous hockey coach, you know. So I know that that's mind blowing. Yeah. Yeah. But he's, but he's a beauty. Then he becomes Captain America at an international event or whatever it was. Right. Got to put on the USA Jersey with a C on his chest. Beauty. AHL player grinded in the AHL. Didn't get a shot at the NHL. Am I correct by saying that? Or did he get a game? He got 11 games for the New York race. Yep. Yep. So we got to play max organization. Yeah. Got to play in the few games. Hey boys, coming from the mass cack and going to the NHL, I mean that's that's a pretty hard dream to live right there. And he did it. And I'm just trying to follow in his footsteps somehow, some way. I want to get to that league, whether it's as a player or as a coach, just someday be able to be a part of that league at some point, you know. So so I heard you uh say player or coach there. So I was curious if you were kind of thinking about potentially doing coaching whenever you do get to that point and if that was something you thought about obviously with your dad being who he is. Um so if you just want to jump into Yeah, yeah, totally. I um you know, I'm not I'm not I'm not really good at much many other things, I'd say. So hockey's definitely one thing that has been a consistent thing that I've been really good at in my life. Hockey, and... hunting, golf, fishing. Yeah, and you got yeah. them all right now, buddy. Literally the, the fun things, the fun things. But um, yeah, man. If I if I have an opportunity to coach after, um, I'm 100 going to. My coach in Wheeling actually just left recently, and I was going to talk to my coach potentially about you know just getting with him more and learning about the coaching side of things a little bit while I'm a player. Like, yeah, I don't think it hurts to you know get in there and learn some things uh, from the coaching staff that you maybe didn't know before. And it could help me out on the ice too. So, but I it def- makes you a better player. Let me tell you, when I was growing up, and I've done it all in a rink. I've score kept. I've zammed. I've put ice in. I've managed. I've uh, um, refed. I've played. I've coached. Being a referee, and kids need to hear this. Being an on ice official, being a scorekeeper, being a coach at any level, whether you want to go help out young kids or like you just said, talk to the coach, any coach that you say, coach, I want to, I want to learn more about what you're doing. Right. And not in a challenging way. I want to learn from you. Right. I want to pick your brain. And I'll tell you what, Pete, if you have a coach that's willing to do that, which I'm sure now all coaches will because of, you know, the new school we're in player friendly coaches success that we're in. They will do that. And man, I'll tell you what, you're going to see results because as a kid, it's hard to do that and and be so focused uh, of trying to actually learn that side because you want to be a kid and just have fun. That's not really. But as an adult, I'm a better hockey player now than I was when I was playing and I was OK. But I you think about it now, you still got the opportunity to do that while you're playing, buddy. That's huge. And it's going to pay off big. 
So yeah. good on you. Yeah. That's kind of the plan here. Like I, like you said, like just to be able to be a part of it and learn and soak it all in, it's only going to help, right? Like it can't hurt me. So, and a guy that's struggling to get in the lineup right now, struggling to, you know, earn some time. It would, I def, I just, I see it helping me in a lot of factors, helping me, my hockey knowledge, helping me build the relationship with the coach, helping me, you know, learn our systems more and get more dialed in. Helping him learn you, season, you know, that's it, that? helping, helping him learn you as a yeah. coach, the more, you know, your players, the better off you are. So you're helping everyone team guy, not shocked. Uh, I, I want to jump into your, uh, your first pro game, man. Was it oh. unreal? Was it just butterflies? Like you, you've done something that not a lot of people do, right? There's All a right. lot of pro leagues. In yeah. the world, there's a lot of hockey players and, and you've hit a level that an, a, a lot of good hockey players have not hit. How unreal mm-hmm. was it? Dude. So I, I can, I remember, I remember it very, very well. It was I was in my room talking to my dad and I always call my dad before every game. And I just kind of like, let he, he's like, how are we feeling today? You ready to do this? You're going to put six shots on net. You're going to get three solid hits. And I want four, you know, I want you to play the body four times and I want three explosions. And like, he'll give me a checklist basically of things to do. Throughout because that's game. your role. Hi? Because that's your role. And he's not yeah. one of those dads that sugarcoats it. He does it no. at the highest level. Hey bud, you want to play here? This is what you got to do. And lucky He's for you, you love it. But do you play with guys who don't love to do that, but it's their job and they want to work up and do it? Like they're a little yeah. grumpy. Are you yeah, just like life? Like, there's always guys that are, that, you know, I think they think they're better than they probably are. You know, they think that, I don't know. I don't know. They don't, really they don't want to accept the, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they don't want to accept, let's well, scratch at people. Uh, they don't want to accept <laughs> kind of that role they want to play the role uh, above them and uh they yeah. may have been doing it a long be, time you know, so it's frustrating you know, every team needs your third and fourth line you need your sixth and fifth d you need your backup goalie you need your third goalie for one after practice like every team needs things like that right now like i'm i'm trying to find i'm trying to find my role i'm trying to define it i'm, I'm trying to figure it out i haven't played that much i'm trying to get into the lineup we have a really 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 good team so, you know, for finding a role, I don't want to be a fighter. I don't want to go out there and say, oh, I'm a heavy. Let's go. I don't want to fight you this to this game. This is we're going to I want to I'm going to line up and say to the guy next to me, we're going right now. Like, that's not who I am. I'm more of a lover personally than a fighter. But a uh, no, big lover. I, I know a big lover, big time lover, little fighter. Big teddy bear. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> definitely will go. But it's like there needs to be a reason. There needs to be something yeah. that happens. It needs to be something crazy so to go back to the first game yes yeah, I'm, I'm i do in that, my room. Bud. no you're good you're good to go back to the first game i'm in my room i'm talking to my dad i'm like dad holy crap like i'm really nervous right now this is it's do or die it's it's preseason. like it's it's training camp i need to make this team i need to make an impact or else like there's a lot of good players here i'm not going to be noticed and he's like you need to be noticeable tonight you need to make an impact that's the most important thing the game's about the puck go get the puck and attack the game. And I'm like, okay, I can do that. So I go out there, I'm in the locker room, I'm getting ready. I'm all, I'm all fired up. I get up ready like I do every other game. And I go out there and I, I, I go out for my first shift. I think I hit some kid the hardest I've ever hit somebody in my whole life. Fucking absolute explosion, feeling good. Go out there next 
shift. I hit another kid. I block a shot. The boys are all fired up. The sticks are going on the bench. I'm like, okay, okay. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. I go, I go out for my shift. That was my first shift. Like yeah, I was good, like, good man. Hit or get hit. Get yourself in a hockey game. Go make a play. I hit was, or get hit. It was like first, like first get like feet were moving. Go find somebody and let them know you're in the game. Like just feel somebody out. So it was good. I go out for the second shift. I blocked another shot off my skate. The skate blade breaks. The steel broke. It was a whole ordeal. I have true skates. They don't have the toques with the fucking, the little like Bauer push yeah, out blade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The equipment manager was giving me a hard time with that before the game. He's like, you don't have any steel and you don't have the right tukes. So like, what am I going to do if your state, your skates break? And I'm like, Oh, the chances of that happening, Billy are so little. Like it's not, you got to take care of Pete. Now you got to, you owe that guy a beer. You owe that guy a case or a nice bottle for that. That that's a 30, $40. You owe him make a vet move. Go get that. Yeah. Yeah. So he fucking, of course my steel breaks like literally half and half. I Not left first my other steel up in Hershey and I didn't bring it back down with me. So I'm out without steel. And he's like, the equipment managers are like, well, if you're going to get back out there, I'm going to have to take your skates off. And I'm like, okay, let's go to the locker room, go to the locker room, go grab one of the vet skates in there. Who is they're like two sizes too big. It literally felt like putting on untied work boots. They were Bowers. I wear trues, very different skate, very different feel. I was in these things and I tied them up and I'm, I go out, I go back out there. I'm like, Oh my God, I cannot skate. I actually can't skate. This is a preseason game. I need to freaking, I need to be the best that I am or else I'm not going to make this team. Get so I'm like thinking in my head, I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, I, there's 10 minutes left in the period. I'm like, I need to be on the ice as little as possible right now. As little as possible <laughs> is best. Yes. I stepped on the ice. My number gets called lobby. You're going, you're going. Does I he know? Does ice. your coach know? No, he doesn't know I have different skates on. Oh my god! Oh, so because I didn't want to make a scene. That's my first game. Ever. Yeah, no, no, you did the right. You know, you did like, the right I'm thing because he's gonna look at you. Problem. Yeah, he's gonna look at you and be like, "So you can't go?" Yeah, no, no, exactly. No, can go. Like you can't go out on the ice. No, I can't go out on the ice. Yeah, fuck that! I'm going out on the ice. I need to yeah. go. <laughs> so this kid, he blows up our best D. He's skating around the net. He moves the puck up to the forward. He's standing there for like five seconds. Then the kid came by and elbowed him in the head. And I was like, oh, my God. That's the most absurd thing I've ever seen in my whole life. I took, like, two steps off the ice. I auto-shed. I go right up to him. I said, fuck you. Let's go. Give me it. He gave it to me. So I dropped the mitts in my first period of my first game ever. First fight, too. I'd never played. Not even in your own skates. Yeah, next two inches of balance. I'm like Doug Glatt work boots, like, hanging on by a thread. (laughs) And then – I go How'd back go? in. Between yeah, yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa! You can't just skip by. How'd it go? Oh, how'd the tilt go? It was yeah, good, oh, yeah. man. I, I, I'd say I got the better of them. Um, I, yeah, it was good. Didn't get any good. You didn't lose. You didn't lose. You showed up and you didn't lose. I did not lose. That's for sure. There you yeah, go. That's all that there you go. And uh, the tilt was good. Went to the box for five minutes. So five goes down or ten goes down to five. I only have five minutes left. I probably got another shift so it was perfect my plan worked perfectly and then i went out then the period ends i go get my actual skates back and i'm like okay now i need to play hockey like i need to fucking go and i ended up getting a shorty i almost had the fucking apple for the gordy Howe hat yeah, i saw that i saw the highlights buddy i i know how it all went i i was watching it was close it was close but first game ever 
uh, you know, I got the, the first star of the game. It was in Wheeling, too. Did I tell you guys I was born in Wheeling? Like, I was born here? Yeah, I had that in the notes, but it was coming okay. up. But I'm glad you brought a good – you've had yeah. good segues yeah. so far. You hit, like, two or three already. You didn't even know it. I uh, was kind of letting you do your thing yeah. over there. He's covering it all. You born oh, in Wheeling people. This guy was born in Wheeling, playing his first yeah. pro game in Wheeling, coming yeah. up an unconventional route. What mm-hmm. a life. Literally, How like, the most unconventional way you could come up to. And, like, to be back in the wheel after it's all said and done, it's like – me and my mom had a moment Ain't about done, it. Ain't we're done like, yet. Ain't like, done yet, but – That's what it's all about. Like, that's, that's like, my journey, my my road, my route. It was meant to be the way how it lucky. was to get back here, you know? Like, yeah, how lucky, man. It gives me goosebumps talking about that, but, like, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, yeah very cool. Um let's uh let's talk a little uh growing up in an nhl locker room right i'm sure dad you you and jacko were running around that thing like a bunch of jagaloons and uh and uh having having big nhl names uh that you could just go up and talk to and probably whack in the shins with a mini stick and and all that fun stuff yeah man it was uh growing up around that stuff was incredible um there's a few guys that really stick out mostly when I was like, when we were on the flyers, that's usually, that was that age group that I was like prime time. How old, how old were you and Jack? Um, it was right after I left. So seventh and eighth 12? grade, like that middle school 12, era. 13. 12, 13. Yeah. Like, so I was that, those are the coolest to- kids I have in a locker room. What's that? Those are the coolest kids I have in a locker room because they're just like, you can beat them up a little bit. Yeah, Especially and like YouTube I clubs. was just starting to get it too. Like at eight, nine, ten, like you don't get it. You're just no. playing hockey to go see your friends on the weekend and do this and that. As you should. As you yeah, should. Yeah, it's kid. not it's not serious then. It's meant to be fun. And then if you enjoy it enough to make it a serious thing, then you go out and do that. But like I just remember like being in the locker room and then getting close with a couple guys and having them show me a thing or two and those things came with me my whole career. Like Zach Ronaldo, I don't know if anybody knows who he is. Guy used to yeah, literally kill I know people. Zach Ronaldo. Literally used to kill people with his hits. Like would he was a he was a he was a shark in bloody water when the guy had his head down. You know what Killed I'm saying? A few Hawks players though. I, I recall that watching as a kid. But he was fun to watch. Exactly. So like I go up to him and I'd be like, hey Zach, like what like what are you doing? Like how do you hit this hard? Like what do you do? He lined me up on the boards for like 10 minutes and buried me at 12 years old. Like <laughs> but that's the way to do it. You, my brother took me paintballing. I was 12 yeah. years old. His best friend took me paintballing. He goes, you scared? I go a little, he shot me point blank. He goes, that's as bad as it's going to hurt. See ya. Yeah. 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 Literally. Like, Put like, your balls on the table. That's how to hit, hit hard. On the wall. I'll show you how to track. I'll literally show you how to track. And then like I, he would do it. He'd knock me down. He'd be like, get back up. Let's go again. I do it again. Did that a couple of times. And like it's pretty I just think it's crazy how I still remember this story and I was like 12 13 and like No, it was that big. It's it's not crazy. It, it was that big for awesome. you. That yeah. that and guy like, did something a, that went a long player. way for a kid. I've taken all of the things that guy said to me and taken Good them with guy alert. my whole career. Like it's been it's been really cool and um you still talk to him? I I do. Yeah, I talk That's to him very cool. other guys. It's usually when I go in I I like I have some access to some amazing things. Like I get to, I played division three college hockey and then get to go work out with NHL players in the summer. Like that's, that's awesome. 
for a lot of those guys. Yeah, you, know? how was, you got to go to camp this year, dude. Top dude. to bottom. You, to yeah. Walk through that. Tell us about I'll that. Get, I'll get into that in one second. Okay, I, okay. I, but, like, it's, like, it's so important, like, how, like, I got to go in there and just learn from these guys and see what it was all about, see how to be a pro. And, like, at a young age, like, being able to just go in there and talk to Danny Briere or Claude Giroux or Jeff Carter and all those guys and just learn from them was an amazing, an amazing experience. But to go into this summer, dude, let's get into it. Cause it was, it was, this summer was the most intense summer of my whole life. I'll tell it how it was. I'll tell you it straight up how it went. Everything. I, yeah. If, up- if, yeah. If you're good, like kind of our phone call the other night, uh, um, Pete called me the other night. I was heading home from, from, uh, the rink and, uh, Every once in a while, we catch up for a good 15, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, Pete, I thought that was perfect. So if you're whatever you're comfortable sharing from yeah, that, dude, I got uh, you. Please I got do. You. So basically, I ended, uh, I played five years of uh, college hockey. Um, I've always had like the last three years, I was always talking about playing pro, how I wanted to play pro. And me and my dad just weren't sure if I was going to be good enough to play pro. So I, Ended my my fifth year graduate year, and uh, you know I had my best season so far. I felt good, but me and my dad both looked at each other and we were like, "I don't think that you're ready to go play pro hockey right now. And if you do go, you're going to go to the SPHL. And if you don't do well there, you'll never go up from where you're at right now." So, I had some offers to go play some SP games at the end of the year. I just I chose not to go. Because I was afraid that, like, I don't know. I was afraid that, like, if I went and didn't do well, that that would be it. That, that would be my whole experience, my whole pro career, and then it's done. And then I was – I we really think that was the best decision for me because it gave me this summer to go and put the fucking – just grind, just be an absolute animal, go to the gym and do all the right things. <laughs> so usually I go to Florida and hang out with you all summer. My dad offered, he, he said this to me, he's like, if I get you into this camp, if I get you into development camp, you're not going to Florida, you're giving up every single thing that you do down there and you're staying here and getting a skating coach and you're working out with our guy every single day. And I'm like, done deal, say less, get me into that camp if you can. Not get me into it, but it, like, see if they'll... See yeah, if give they'll me a think- chance. Give me a chance. If, if this is my one favor, this exactly. is my one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Give me one. Give me one chance. Can't hurt. Player or anything. Like I'm not. I'm not. You know, coming out of the second round of the LHL or the the Q here. Like I'm coming from yeah. Plymouth. Yeah, it's a little bit of a different story. So he asked the GM and he asked their upper their management if they would give me a chance, and they. They, they thought about it and they got back to him and they, they said they'd give me a chance. And uh, that was go time for me. I they went like, and looked at the film. You're lucky you got some good film because they're like, all right, do some quick research on this kid. Literally, Can he, literally. is he going to embarrass us being out there? Is he, yeah, is he the yeah, deal? They, I think they wouldn't biggest, let you out there if you weren't. They didn't want me to go out there and like not be able to skate or something and then yes. look really bad. You know, like that's not it. The damn very trasher style. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I I'm already like skating's probably the thing I'm the worst at is my skating. And uh I went and got a skating coach this summer. 
I grinded with her four to five days a week and then I'd go work out and then I'd stay on the ice later after that and like stick handle and shoot pucks. And I don't know. I, I, I just grinded the summer. I went to the development camp. I was so nervous coming from D3, never playing against division one talent really. Like I played prep school. I had some kids that played D1 there. You know, I, I, I know what the level's like, but like I'd never played my whole four years of college with that. Like, I, I don't know. So I was definitely intimidated going into it. The first skate of the development camp was with the skating coach, and I'd been doing it all summer. And all these kids looked like crap. Like they, like, I mean, she does really hard drills that like nobody can do. And like I, I, I remember NHL, going, as she should going out with these. Uh, I was going out with her um, at the beginning, and like I almost quit. I was like, oh my god, this is I can't even skate. These seventeen-year-old junior null players are way better than me. I'm trying to go play like professional hockey right now. I can't do these drills. I mean, but it was like, it's like anything, you know, practice. This lady, she's so good with the skating and she's so dialed. And like, she came to our camp. All the boys were What's her brutal. name? Her name's Wendy Marco. Wendy Marco. Cold Good rush. Love, love seeing the females in the NHL who mm. rush. Dude, Wendy is the best skating coach in the, in probably the East coast. I'm going to throw her out there on the East coast. She's fantastic. If anybody's looking to upgrade and get better at skating, go to DC and find her cold rush. It's for everybody. Like anybody can go. You just have to go out there for a week and just get some time with her. It's, it's definitely worth it. But um, going back to the summer. So the, the development camp was great. Like I got to, I got to really practice and skate with some high end players and see what the D one level was like, see what all these major junior players were like, and what they're all about. And um we got the scrimmage at the end of the week, which was really cool. So we played a three on three. I had a few highlight goals. I don't know if you guys saw. Yeah, I saw. I I bursted them. They were gross. A little baseball. Pete plays baseball. Just a little tee that one up for you. Pete. Did play baseball in college. Sport athlete, not a big deal. Anyways, <laughs> um, I'll talk about it. Don't just skip it. Let the people know how it went. Uh dude, what the baseball? Yeah, had had like a baseball bat from what the hash marks. There was the first one closest. Dude, yeah. So the um, I got buried in the corner, and it's a three on three in zone game. So the nets are like on the wall, you know. Yeah. And uh, I got buried in the corner. Come out. I just I came out to the slot. I just was like skating back into like try and find somebody in the in the slot area. There was a puck like at like chest high, right under the crossbar, just coming at me perfectly in the air, and I was like, oh my god. And I just like playing baseball in college and my whole life. I'm like, I'm gonna give this thing a hack. Gave it a hack. It ended up being a piss missile bar down from yeah. like the slot. Yeah, it was it was sick. So I think that got me a little bit of like recognition was that goal actually. Like, it, you know, I'm it's definitely like, not there's some great... stick skills here. He answered that question yeah. right there. We know he's big. We know he's heavy. We know he can skate. We know what yeah. he's going to do on that side of things. Does he have the hands to make plays? Hey, guess yeah. what? Uh, you see it here once, and then you see it a second time. Yeah, that was and at we the actual rookie camp, right? No, that so that's this was still in the uh, development camp, and then uh, that that was earlier in the week, and then we played on the uh, the game on Sunday, Saturday or Sunday or something like that, and um, we played the game, had a goal and an assist in that game. Same thing, baseball style goal. Puck was in the air, like I was just standing up front and just like found one. It was sick too. Not double down. Those those guys, Pete. 
those guys upstairs, they were like, yeah, half yeah. of them, you know, they're like, yeah, I was lucky. And then you did it a second yeah. time and everybody was looking at the guys who said it was lucky. And they're like, he's a fucking baseball player. I told you he's got hands. Literally, literally. They they all came in. They asked me if I played baseball after. I was like, yeah, I did. I actually just got off my, my senior season. It was kind season. of okay, too. It was kind of okay. I was. I was until, like, my last – This I was so brutal this year. It was so bad. Anyways, I don't want to talk about that. Okay. Make me look – <laughs> okay so basically so we had the games that was all great it was an amazing experience got to play at capital one arena where my dad's coaching got to go in the locker room act like i was one of the players for a day i don't know it was it was a really really cool experience and i had nothing to lose right right like i was just there on a, I, that was my trying to get my name out there for pro like i had nothing to lose i was trying to get it all out there to see if anybody would give me a shot or even, yep. you know, if this film or if I'd get any good film from this to send out to some good coaches. Cause I, like I said, I'd worked hard this summer on my skating and stuff. And I, I didn't really want to send my skating and my, my shifts from Plymouth because I wasn't as good of a skater as I am now. Like I really, yeah, you put a lot of work summer. in it. You, you yeah. put a lot of work. In. It was a big summer. I mean, I didn't get to, yeah. I didn't get to see it for the, uh, in summer at all for the first time in, in years. Um, I know it because you're just putting in work, man. So you, you definitely took some sacrifices and didn't get to come down here and hang with all your Florida boys that I know you, you yeah. got a nice group of them. Um, and, uh, and it, it, it paid off. It definitely paid off, man. And like, so going into the meeting at the end of the week, I was, I was a little nervous, but I, I, again, I had nothing to lose. I wasn't making the capitals or anything. So, you know, I was, I wasn't too nervous, but I was, it was a good meeting. The guys, the, his name's um, Steve Richmond. He, we call him the general. He's uh, the general of the Capitals. He's the head of player development. And uh, he came in and he goes, you know, Peter, we'd like to let you know something here. We're going to invite you to the Washington Capitals rookie camp based on how your performance was this week, not based on who your dad is or the invitation you got to our development camp. We want you to come to rookie camp because we think you're a good player and that you can play hockey and you deserve it. And I was like, wow, completely blown awesome. away. I, I, wow. I had zero expectation. I didn't think that I was making you get it. a little emotional. Was, that, that's dude. That's yeah. Pretty I, big. When I, when I got home, my mom and dad, like we all shared a moment. It was cause you know, I, I, I never expected that. I was, no, you worked, your, just you worked your ass off. Hard work. Paid so off, dude. it was, it was fucking, it was a really cool experience. And, uh, it just it just made it it made it that much easier to stay dialed in and keep grinding all summer. You know the fact that I even got they, that the hard work paid off and showed, and um, they wanted me to stick around for another day or two was or for the next camp was that was an amazing an amazing experience. Oh, so, we're getting a guest. Oh my god! Can you see him? Jacko, what's up, you Jacko? We're upside down because Cliffy dropped his computer. But uh, uh hey, what is beauty? Look at this guy. We got fishnets in the background. What a little setup. Good for, oh, good yeah, for meetings. Of course. Looks like how you guys doing? Good, buddy. Good. We're just uh, getting into your brother's career a little bit. I guess we can kind of tease you. We'll get you back on the pod for your own little session but uh how sure. you been buddy what are you up to right now where are you at uh right now i'm just down at a uh, florida golf coast you know living the dream couple natties uh, rings not a big deal 
<laughs> just yeah, a few, uh, just a few, just a couple. Um, hoping to get one more. You know, I'm just doing a little victory lap year down here right now. Um, in a fifth year. Yeah, actually six because I uh, how because COVID works out in crazy ways. Well, I was I was gonna be done last year, and we went to the over. Uh, we went to the championship, and we lost in triple overtime. So that was a dagger. And yeah, uh, yeah I just. I got kind of sucked back into it because I didn't want to end it on, on that shitty note. So uh, I went back one more year and let's see what happens. You know, the boys looking good. Yeah. Right now we got a good team. I'd say we're uh, a little better than last year. So I'll have to come check you out, dude. You got horror. Uh, you got, uh, you got a couple of my old D three guys on that team. They, they worked their way up. They're playing with you, yep. right? How they doing? Boys doing well. Yeah. The boys are looking good. I think we're like 12 and two right now. So we're doing pretty well. Good start Beauty. to the season. Beauty. Yeah. Jacko, uh, I'm going to give you the greatest opportunity that a young brother could ever ask for with the greatest okay. question ever. Who graduated first? High school. Actually, oh, me. Oh, shit. He might have it, actually. Actually, me, because alphabetical order, my name went first, and I was up on that stand and got my – my diploma before him by like a uh, half a second. Peter, a Peter, Peter. he's still trying to get his undergraduate degree in college. He's been there for six years. Like, are we? Oh no, no, we're we past the undergrad. Hey, I'm a master's <laughs> student here, Chase. I'm a master's student. Don't yeah, let this. Hey, and Peter and Peter only, Peter only went second because when he went to prep school, he did it the right way, and he repeated ninth grade, which is very common in yeah. uh, prep school athletes so i also failed my first freshman year so that's that's the other reason why you got to throw that in there <laughs> <laughs> hey we've all been there yeah 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 not a big uh, school guy not not, not all big school degree. guys over here few school not guys, school guys. oh that's awesome well jacko we won't keep you long is there anything you want to sewer your brother on outside of that or any good stories growing up um yeah i got i got a good one uh, uh, we got some ping pong matches that the younger brother won. Crazy oh videos. Oh, <laughs> hey, do you have an Instagram page? you have an Instagram page? Go to his Instagram. Come on. All-time video. An all-time video. What's your, what's your Insta, Pete? What's your Insta? Give, them, give the people I, your Insta. Hey, follow me on Insta. It's at Peter Lobby. Uh, I think it's just at Peter Lobby. Let's see. Uh, and then at Jack, Peter Lobby 3. At Jack, Peter Lobby 3. Jack, what's yours? Uh, it's... Jack dot lobby two four. Yeah, so the the people can check out uh or or DM you guys for some some subtle thrillers. They might make it up to Twitter, fella. You gotta get it on the Twitter sphere. Blow this thing up, fellas. I Uh, swear I will. I have an all-time video of Jack freaking out over a ping pong game. I know it's the breaking out. Have you seen it, Chase? You've seen it. Oh hell yeah. I've witnessed it a few times. Yeah, we'll get it to Cliffy. Yeah, Yeah, we'll get it over him. So That's go ahead, Jacko. You got you got your uh, little story of fame here. So is it? Are we doing like any stories or? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Let it run. Whatever you related. Whatever, whatever you're comfortable it's with. Your four. Okay. Um, I'll give you a hockey and and uh, and off the ice one. Okay, uh, a good hockey one I'd say is uh, so when Peter was playing in. Uh, like I think it was mini mites or mites or something like that. Pete's always been known as like a big hitter, like a heavy hitter. And no, not him. Absolutely 
crushes one of the players on the other team. And just so happens it was a freaking girl and he broke her collarbone. So oh, yes, woman. dude. Yes. Do you know her? She's from Florida. Her name's Jay Mayberry or something like that. Yeah, I yeah, don't. I, but... I got to look it up. That's, that's a tough break, Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, dude. I blew her up. I blew her up. Go out. And like I find out she's a girl, and there's like she's in like the ambulance blown up. Like it was bad. Yeah, dude. <laughs> you know? Well, I was that I was the younger brother though, so I got the shit beat out of me. I was from mites and squirts leading penalty minutes because I just thumped. I was like, shit you're face. out here. I was on your team when that happened. You probably saw it happen. All right, buddy, give us another one. Um mm, I don't know. Off the ice. God, there's so many. I gotta like. I got to think of one here. Maybe a golf round that P had it in the bag and absolutely blew up on the last two holes. Pete and golf is, is quite. quite How about we'll, we'll tease, uh, we'll tease your next, uh, your next appearance. And uh, on that one, we'll talk a little bit how you and your brother hosed me and my brother for, uh, for a couple bills on the course. That's um, exactly right. Just a couple of uh, better athletic, more athletic brothers taking down two pretty good looking lesser <laughs> athletic brothers. I don't know about uh, good looking. That may be generous. Uh, Luke's Luke's got it. I bring him down a touch, but Luke's Luke brings us up. Luke Luke is a good looking kid. Eh? He's pretty good looking. I'll give it to him. You're you're you got it. Some nights, Chase. Some, some nights. nights. You know, from what I'm those guys night. always say about you, yeah, I think you're pretty good looking. You know. Thanks, boys. Well, Jack, uh, thanks for for popping on. Pete, we'll uh, we'll we'll finish up with you. We'll, we won't keep you too much longer, but we got a couple of things we want to hit with you before we let you go. Yeah, Jacko, sure. appreciate it, buddy. Hey, thanks for having me on, boys. Thank you, man. See you, Jack. See, See you, guys. Jack. So, Pete, uh, we can we can skip a little bit. We can skip over what you think uh, is is um, skippable, uh, but I wanted to get a little on from there from your NHL prospect camp. You got to go to the AHL camp, correct? For a little, for a little bit. Yeah. So I'll just do the quick version of it. I, yep. I went from, I got invited back to their rookie camp. It was a fantastic week. Everybody was working hard. The whole squad, all, nobody got cut from rookie camp. Everybody made it to the training camp, which was craziness. Cause usually there's cuts and stuff and like guys don't, not everybody makes it. Yeah. So everybody yeah, made good it on to the, the boys. Good camp. on the boys. Oh yeah. 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 We had a good group this summer. It was really fun. It made it easy. And, um, you know, we buzzed this, we buzzed training camp. That was the crazy experience because there's the days where Ovi's on the ice with you and he, we're doing the scrimmage at the end, like the last 45 minutes of practice. And he's on your line. And like, you're just how like, is that guy? Just give him the puck. He has like a, he's got like a God. He's like, he's like a God. And yeah, he's, my, he's, a God. he's not yeah. like a God. He is a God. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's just like, he's the bee's knees. He's the real deal. When you yeah. walk around that rink. You know, everybody's like, there's a presence there. There's when a that presence. Guy walks about, in a room, man. He's, you know, he's Ovi. You know, yeah. like you respect Ovi because you didn't go within five feet of that guy, did you? No, I went over and buried him in the corner and showed him. <laughs> like, no, yeah, I was staying far away from anybody that was important. I was like, nah, not worth it. Dad, me. dad's gonna give me the belt when I get home. Yeah, but um, yeah. it was really cool. I got to, you know, I got to work out with a couple guys, and I was working out with them all summer. And then to get to go to the training camp, and they all respected it, and we're like, "Wow, congrats, dude!" 
So that was cool. And um, the training camp experience, you know, I'm in the jungle right now. So being up there and getting treated like one of those guys for a little bit was really nice. And it was, you know, you get breakfast, hot breakfast every day, you get lunch. It's, it's a little bit different down here. So it was, it was, pack? it was the per diem pack. I've never experienced anything like that. Not bad. That, that was pretty nice. And, uh, well, yeah, dude, the welcome. And then what it feels thing, like going back to just being like, you know, I, I really didn't have anything to lose. Like at that point I was just, I was just really happy to be there. You know, like I, I knew I wasn't making the capitals. I knew I wasn't probably going to make Hershey. So I'm just enjoying the ride. I'm, I'm working hard. I'm trying to do the right things and ended up getting invited to Hershey's camp, which was just an extra, extra bonus on top of the development camp that I was only supposed to go to. So yeah. now not only was I just supposed to go to the development camp, I've gone to a rookie camp. I've gone to an NHL training camp and we went to the AHL camp after that. And like, it was yeah. incredible. And now I'm well earned, I'm, buddy. Well earned. Now I'm trying to, you know, I'm, I'm in the, I'm down here in wheeling. I'm, you know, I'm grinding. I'm trying to find my role on my team, trying to, you know, we have some really good players on their contract and like everybody's healthy and we have a good squad. So you know, and you know what I respect a lot, and this is for coaches too in the future. Like I respect honesty in coaches and guys that are straight up with you versus guys that'll beat around the bush or tell you what you want to hear. Yeah. And my coach has been so amazing about telling me straight up like what's going on week to week, like on that sort of basis. Well, like, it's a business at some point, right? Like yeah. you get to that yeah. tier one in college, like it's a business, man. Like we're we're yeah. here to win games. If you're not helping us, somebody else will. Yeah. And uh, being honest about that, what you need from that player for him to be effective for you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he was so honest and straight up with me. On Like when I was signing here, he's like, you know, you're not going to play much at the beginning of the year. You're really going to have to earn your stripes with the boys. You're going to have to do this and that. And I'm like, bring it all on. I don't care. I want to earn every second of it. And like, I'm just so happy to be here still. Like it yeah. was such a grind at the beginning of the year, like guys coming in and out every week, guys. It, it was I'm 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 truly happy to be here still. I'm like, I don't know, I don't know. Very yeah, cool. It's yeah, very been cool. Awesome. Very cool. Uh, any any uh, any stories you want to tell? You already gave us a couple big ones, so I don't know if you still got any more in the chamber. Any uh, any little shout out you want to do or something you wanted to bring to the pod and make sure to to say? Uh, now is your time. Yeah, I have a whole agenda of political items I'd like to get off my chest. Yep. First okay. off, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I got nothing. Um, geez, boys, I don't know. Some good stories. Well, think about them and come on with Jack so you can sewer him. Bring some good ones. Yeah, I'd have to think about something and then come back to you on that. Maybe Jack and I. I'll, I'll bust in on Jack's and tell a good Jack story and a good story of my own or something. No doubt. You know? No doubt. All right, well, man, I got to do it to you being a Hawks fan and all. Go back to 2010 and the Patrick Angle. Give me your point oh. of view. What did your dad have to say about oh. it after? I got I got to know as a Hawks fan, that's one of the greatest moments of my life. I was sitting on the couch just – you got to give me your Screaming point at the TV. Wearing, like wearing crazy my white Patrick Kane jersey. Hockey fan. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Like he instant was, reaction. Like he, instant he reaction. I'm like, oh, it's not a goal. Zero chance. Nobody act. Nobody sullied. Not a goal. He's selling, but I'm like, he's just selling to make it seem like it's a goal. So it's definitely yeah, he's selling it. He's selling it. He's selling it. Then like, then like the goalie skates away from the net, and then they're like, oh shit, and then their whole team starts freaking out, and you're like, oh no, and then you see the replay of it going in and hitting the back of the net, and it, it's just 
to this day makes me hate the Chicago Blackhawks. Hate. I love almost it. I as love much as, it. and I shouldn't say this because I'm in their organization, but almost as much as the Penguins. But I have to like I like the Penguins now a little bit more. Yeah, big Penguins but, fan now. They 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 they've made it up. They've made it up. Huge fan. Yeah. But no, the the Blackhawks, that goal. We've lost a few Stanley Cups and like I don't know, that one definitely stung the most, I'd say. So what are at you our a own fan barn. of are you a fan of all the teams your dad's been at, or like are you still stuck with one? No, I, I'm a bandwagoner, man. The second they jump ship, we jump ship. Like, screw them. We're not gonna. Yeah, no, I agree. We're not gonna. So, we're not gonna stay loyal to a team that doesn't want us or our family. Like, we're we're jumping onto the next that. ship. We're gonna hop on board and you know be the biggest fans that we can be. Hell you know, yeah. and I get a lot of crap for that too. I do all my wow. buddies. Yeah, but buddies. I do too. Hey, your your family has been so great, and and I want people to know, like, you always wonder. Hockey people are the best pros ever. They mm. were, we go over to your guy's house and you guys have me bring buddies over and Pete walks us through the house and cooks us all dinner, get some burgers going and some, some yeah, fuel. Well, that's and, island mode and you'd never know he's an NHL. Coach. Yes. Yeah. They're never... just, yes. Yeah. So yeah, I'm a bandwagoner too. When you guys go places, when you guys go places, I'm like, yeah, I love them. Hey, why? Like, cause Pete, big Pete's there. Like, I don't need another reason. It's our guy. Yeah, support our own. Dude, we, well, that means a lot, man. And we feel such the same way about you and your family. Like, you guys have always been super kind and generous to me. Whenever I come over, uh, I got a little story. We had some. Time. I remember when we were little. We you know, used to go over to Chase's house and next to Nick to Nick Walter's house. Shout out Nick Walter. Just had a kid and. uh, I don't know if I've ever seen this in any house by any mother ever, but oh, it was my house. Play airsoft throughout the household, and like Chase's dad would come over, and Chase and his brothers were there, and Chase and uh, Nick and his whole family's there. And I just remember being like, my mom would be so mad right now if we were just shooting thousands of little. I think that I, I think her house. I think that started. At our at my house when my mom was out of town and we tested Doug and Jim and we shot them and then a full out war broke out. Mom's away, all the boys played. All the boys. I'll never forget that though. That was like an all time like we'll call it a play date back then. eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) That was good. That was unreal. Well, thanks, buddy, for coming on, dude. You've been a legend. Uh, I think that that thing's gonna blow up. That was unreal. Um, best of luck this year, man. I'm keeping an eye on you. You know, I'm always following. So, um, I'm keeping an eye on you. Keep working your ass off, dude. You're going to get in there and, and just do you be, be who you are, be that locker room guy. Um, but yeah, man, thank oh, you yeah, so dude. much. It was great to have you on. Hey boys, Clippy, Chase, appreciate you boys. This has been a, it's been an amazing experience. Um, you know, if you guys get Jack on, let me know. I'll come crash his party or something. Oh, we'll right. let you know for, for sure. sure. For sure. No doubt. All right, boys. Appreciate you. I'll talk to you soon. And thank you for listening to Cue the Dagger. See y'all next week. Peace.